0: Hello, I am Aaron Gemmel, and welcome back to this in new installment of Unsports With My Conduct. I am here with Megan Youngblood and Sean Chase. As usual, guys, welcome back. It's been kind of a weird week, well, especially for me, but... Um, how, you, how, you, how was your guys' this weekend, I guess? Can't
1: complain,
2: can't complain.
0: Had a good weekend, you know? Well, of course, because a whole bunch of NHL on, mm-hmm. you know, right? Good
2: weekend.
0: So... We're going to start off with the World Series. Uh, so, taking it all the way back to, I guess, the um, championship series. Braves took care of the Dodgers, even though everyone was skeptical, like, oh, Atlanta's going to blow this lead again. Hey. No, Atlanta learned from last year, and they took care of it. <laughs> they, they took care of it. Um, so, and then Houston took care of Boston. They took care of them. So now the two of them are are in the World Series. Atlanta for the first time since 99. Houston, this is their third out of five. Plus, we all know with all the cheating scandals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is an interesting World Series. Not one that we're kind of, you know, used to like, oh, Dodgers are there. Okay, yeah. We're used to them. But, oh, we got Atlanta and Houston. Yeah, cheaters, maybe not. I don't know. If Erlander was pip playing, if he wasn't out for the year, that would have been a different story. But um, yeah, so obviously he's not he's not in the series. But the, but Atlanta did take a one nothing lead over Houston last night, so pretty good start to this World Series. I think this one's gonna go at least at least six or maybe seven.
1: Well, I agree with that. Yeah, it's gonna be a battle all
0: the way through. I mean, the, the first guy, first first batter of the game for Atlanta. Three pitches in, home run. Yes, First sir. time ever in World yeah. Series history. Think about that. First time ever in World Series history. World that Series has been played easy. since the late 1800s. That's, that's
2: insane.
0: That's, yeah, that's nuts. That's incredible. Uh, that's, yeah, I, that staff just blew me away. So Atlanta takes a one nothing lead. I like Atlanta the rest of the series. Um, Just because just they stole a game in Houston and just how the format is set up. It's 2-3-2. Uh, for the world series instead of 2-2-1-1-1 two, two, one, 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 compared to the it NBA a and the NHL it makes and, oh it makes a big difference. The NBA used to be like that. I know that long long time ago. So Atlanta stealing a game on the road is huge. So even if they drop the next game, game 2, they have three games in a row at home that they could win it in front of their fans. It's just well, who's to say that they're going to lose game 2? They could go right. if they're up to nothing, going back to Atlanta. Yeah, that's, that's a, a wrap. wrap. That, yeah, if they go up to
2: nothing, it's so this it's is a
0: huge. You know, usually game twos are not really big, or like don't have the most pressure on them. But uh, you know, for Houston, they have a ton of pressure going into this game because mm-hmm. if they lose, they know they're going back to Atlanta for three, and they have to yeah. steal at least two in Atlanta. So that's going to be difficult to do. So I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw it to Sean, for Sean Swish and Corner. Right. We got some de- interesting things going around in the NBA. Definitely some interesting things. Pistons are only three. Yes, sir. Well, the Bulls definitely was a challenging task, especially the first two, like we talked about. Yes, sir. But they showed that they can hang. And the
1: Bulls are much improved. They look good together this year, so.
0: Well, yeah, well, you get guys like Lonzo and DeMar DeRozan in there, yes, I mean, you know, um, and, uh, you know, you have Zach Levine in there, you have Vucevic in there, you have a really good, you have a really good core, yep. you, you have a really good course, right? Oh, their transition offense is absolutely beautiful. Oh my gosh, that isn't, that's just basketball, just, mm, that's just a basketball-like masterpiece just to watch. Um, Lakers are in a little bit of a hole, like we talked about. Golden State is act is they're back, they're back, they're back, like we talked about, like we said. You actually called that, I remember. Golden State, Phoenix is looking good, yes. The Lakers are broken, like they're, they're the four seed. So, Sean, think
1: what else you got? I, my biggest thing this week is, even though Detroit's 0-3, all is not lost, we, no, Jeremy Grant was out with an elbow infection, they said it was, that's kind of Ooh. weird to me, but Kade's not there, so Sadiq Bay's been balling, so I'm... Well,
0: we've got 79 games left. True, but people people <laughs> yeah. start
1: trying to bail water right away, like, oh, we're 0-3, we're 0-3, like... Well look, at, well, and we're gonna be good.
0: well, look at the Lions. be yeah, well, people
1: still hope for the Lions. Yeah, don't get well, to well, we'll get to those
0: <laughs> Lions later in the show. <laughs> I
1: got no hope
0: for them ever. Well, we'll, we'll get to those Lions later. But the Pistons, yeah, you know, Grant's not in. Cade's not in. Yep. And we still showed fight. not fight against Atlanta in the last game. But in the two games against Chicago, we yeah, really Atlanta. did. Yes. So it's definitely a weird, uh, or it's definitely a good-looking schedule for the Pistons as we head into Halloween weekend. Um, you know, Phil Philadelphia.
1: That one I'm excited about. I well, especially
0: because Philly just dropped to New York last night. Yeah. In the garden, so now they had to come home in the back-to-back against Detroit. So they might be a little tired, especially oh. with all that Ben Simmons stuff that they got going on too. That might drain them. You never know.
1: I think it will. I think you're spot on with that because even you got Joel and B coming out before games like support our teammate. He's our brother. Like that's weighing on them heavily. So
0: absolutely, and then on the thirtieth, that's the Saturday night. They're at, they have quick quick home game against the Magic. Yeah, don't get me started on them. We're we're, we're not looking good. <laughs> uh, we're not we're not looking good. We still need a lot of pieces, even though Suggs is playing really good. Oh, he's good. Oh yeah, he's really. He's just got to adjust a little bit more. Yeah. He's got to get used to that life. And then Halloween night, Ooh, Brooklyn. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> oh no. In Brooklyn. Um. Yeah, that's definitely you know definitely a good way to get a little spooked. Um, especially if you're the Pistons, especially if you don't have everybody in. Um, so that's definitely yeah. That's gonna be rough. Well, if Kate, if Kate can come, if Kate's back for that game, his debut on Halloween. Oh, that would be good. That would be, that would be cool. cool. That would be very. That would be very cool. To see, especially like him going up against like Durant and all that kind of stuff, and um, I would say Kyrie Irving, but you yeah, know, they but, got but, yeah, with all that kind of stuff they got going around with that. Uh so. You have Durant, you have Aldridge, you have, uh, James you have Harden, Patty Mills coming off the bench for Brooklyn, yeah, former gonna former former Spurs as well. Um, so yeah, even though the Spurs put up a good fight against the Lakers, like they took them to overtime, they only lost yeah. by four. The young core can hang. Yeah,
1: they don't look as bad as I thought
0: they would. The young core the looks Lakers. good. The young core looks good. So Sean, asking you right now, even though like you said, it's too early to buy out on these teams. Even though it's too early, like the biology, which team, which team, or teams, you think that are in trouble already, despite being three, four, or five games into the season?
1: I think the Lakers. Crazy as it sounds, AD and Dwight Howard fighting on the bench. That is not a good sign for what's to come.
0: Plus, AD going down last night in San Antonio, holding his knee. LeBron got, LeBron got like, kind of like football. He got he got clipped right on the knee. Yeah. And so he's banged up, and he's out,
1: yeah, all signs in l a are not looking good right now, so i'm I'm out on them and if we're going Eastern Conference, I don't know who I would say i I want to say Philly, I wasn't really in on Philly to start the year, but I thought they'd play a little better. This Ben Simmons drama has gotten too much for that team, so
0: really hmm that's that's
1: interesting until he's until he's gone or something happens, they're never going to be like. They're never gonna feel like they can breathe. If that makes sense, that Joel and B is gonna try to be the big brother
0: that he doesn't need to be. Be the be the, be the leader, be the step up. You gotta. You know, this is opportunity because he hasn't had the opportunity in the past couple of years. True. With injuries and all that kind of stuff, he hasn't had the opportunity. So this is his chance to prove not only to the front office, his teammates, you know, ownership, all that kind of stuff, but to the fans as well. They like, you know, yeah. I'm here. I want to win. I want to stay in Philly. I want to help you guys win. That's with if, if Philly fans. Philly fans get like that. You know, it's hard to change yeah. their opinions about certain things, especially when it comes to Philadelphia sports. Sixers, Eagles, Flyers. Um, they go
1: crazy yeah. in Philly for their team. So I, I agree with you on
0: that, too. So I don't want to get into my personal opinions about, <laughs> or about Philly fans, um, especially having a summer in Pittsburgh that I had, especially, uh, yeah. That Philly fans are just—they're different. They're—they're—they're yeah. they're, they're different people. Especially I was in town for, um, you know, went to the went to the Pirates. Phil, Phillies are in town. Oh boy, <laughs> a lot of Philly people filling up the hotels and streets and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I—I—I I, I don't want to jump and bail out on my magic yet. I don't, not yet. Just give it a little bit of time. The Knicks look actually, eh. They look pretty good.
1: I think they're going to be a dangerous team. They're going to get, sneak into the playoffs this year, and they're going to hurt somebody.
0: The Hornets, surprisingly.
1: Lamelo Ball is the truth.
0: He is mm. so good,
1: and it doesn't even make no sense. I hate his dad, and I hate the way they came about getting into the league. But Lamelo is the truth.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, like probably the, the my favorite uh, first take moment of all time: Stephen A. Smith versus Lavar. Le, uh, yeah, easily that was the first. Good. Um, probably my favorite one of all time. So, I really don't have to ask you like who's your number one, who's your number two in each conference because it's the same because they are proving that they are the number one and the number two twos Sean, and threes.
1: Talking about a little, bit. So, a
0: little bit. no, I think Sean definitely knows what he's talking about when it comes to uh, the NBA. So so far, your picks are just a swish so far in your corner. <laughs> yeah. So, um. He's good. So man is good. he is good. So now we're throwing it to Megan in Young Buck's Hockey Corner. Okay, we got so you know we're in you know we're not like okay we're we you know first cup first week was out now we're starting to see who these teams actually are. Mm-hmm. Wings, not
2: too bad. No, they're kind of going up and down, but I mean I'm, up
0: and down. I'm happy
2: with it because it's it's a battle, and they're they're proving that they can battle. I mean, we went. We beat Columbus. Yep. Four to one, good win. Yep. Good
0: win. Went to Calgary, lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that out, not too good.
2: And Montreal.
0: Yeah, that was that was, that was
2: bad. Six.
0: I was really. Ho- I knew we were not going to do great against them.
2: I thought we were because they were zero and five until we lost to them. So I was. I had hope. Well, especially with them. the
0: season that Montreal had before.
2: Yeah, but Montreal isn't living up to what they were last year.
0: No, not at, at all. all.
2: And I don't know what it is. I mean, Shea Weber has been out this whole season. That mm-hmm. might be it. And it's rumored he's retiring.
0: After the season or during?
2: Like, now he's, re- he's oh, retired. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. I okay, did read yeah. an article that he was coming to Seattle because they play Seattle, I think, tonight or tomorrow.
0: They played, I think they played him yesterday. Or yesterday. Maybe. They played him yesterday. Yeah, they they crack the crack and, and beat him. He was them. there. Crack and beat him. Yep. there,
2: but I don't know if he played. But, um, I mean, in Calgary Montreal, we were out without Tyler Bertuzzi because of his vaccination status. He's not vaccinated. Can't travel to Canada. Which mm. We knew coming in that he'd miss nine the nine games that we are in Canada. And I don't want to say like it relies on one player, but clearly something changed from the Montreal game to the Detroit game, or to the Detroit Chicago game when we won six three at home at Chicago.
0: Well, look at Raymond though.
2: Oh god, that was amazing. Well,
0: look at Raymond. I mean, he joins Stevie mm-hmm. and Mister Hockey.
2: As the only no, two,
0: the the well now there's three. Now there's three. Yeah. Nineteen year olds that have a hat trick. hmm For the Red Wings. Yep. Incredible. And plus the beach well Chicago. I mean, I okay, can like I said. I'm like, yeah, these Blackhawks are gonna be good. No, they're not. No, they're, <laughs> they're, no, they're struggling. Not. Yeah, they are. Uh, so it's always good for the Red Wings to pick up a win on the road, especially against. An original six.
2: Right. And I think it was good coming off of that loss to Montreal. They needed that big win. Oh, absolutely. Against Chicago. And the way Raymond just, I, he carried that game, without a doubt. Bertuzzi had a great game, too. I think he had, like, four assists or something.
0: Yeah. Well, that, well, now they're playing the undefeated Capitals tonight. Yeah. You know, 4-0-2. Oh, um, You know, I'm still not really up to speed on how these third... Like four oh and two, if it's just like you take a team to overtime and you get the point. Yeah, when you go is, to
2: overtime, you get one point. So yeah. is that like, so?
0: Is that how the right wings are three two and one because yeah. we went to Tampa? We yeah, went to so OT, OT against Tampa. Tampa. So you, still okay. it, you
2: get an extra point, and it just yeah, it looks weird. It's confusing, but yeah, it just means you get an extra point, and if you win in overtime, you get the two points.
0: Mm, hmm. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. So now, then after so after we go to go to go to the nation's capital, we take a quick. Quick home game against Florida. Against, like, like we said, Florida. <laughs> they're
2: undefeated right now.
0: Like we said, like, they have no business they're being there. there. They're, like, they're there, like we said. They're just there, yeah. and they're good.
2: Yeah, everyone underestimates them because you think Florida hockey, you automatically think Tampa Bay because, I mean, they won back-to-back. And,
0: and they've just been dominant the past, yeah. like, five, or five to ten years.
2: But the Florida Panthers have also always been there. there. They're just, everyone thinks Tampa Bay, like, oh, that's the dominant team. Like, yeah, they are, but, like, you can't.
0: Not the Panthers. Like we like we said in the NBA, there's teams that are always there. Like the Spurs have always been there. Um, you know, like you know, those type of teams are always there. Hockey, the Panthers are always Just around. Like, it's weird. It's the, they're they're a gritty
2: team, that's for
0: sure. Well, they're a low market gritty type exactly. of team. They're that a team you
2: don't expect to. Not at out.
0: all. You expect the teams of the not of the of Vegas of uh, you know. Boston, it's now Seattle. Um, just trying to, you know, Tampa, obviously, because they have all the pressure in the world on them now. So, if, if you think about the NHL, there is a lot of low market teams. Yeah, there is a lot. Buffalo, Arizona, Seattle's a low market for now. Carolina's a low market. San Jose, Anaheim. I mean, I mean, even Dallas. You know, you think about Texas hockey.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you
0: don't really think about it, but the stars have been all the stars have always been around. Yeah. So, and after that, we hit we had a pretty we had a four game road trip, yeah. two or three out of the four against the original six, Maple Leafs, Canadians, and Bruins, and then we have and then we have the all controversial Buffalo Sabers uh-huh. on the road, so. It'll be interesting to see what the Wings can do on that road trip. I really hope the Maple Leaves they shouldn't be, shouldn't have problems. Should be I shouldn't... think it
2: might be a little bit of a battle just because the Maple Leaves are hit or miss. They'll in the
0: recent years they've been a complete miss. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, they tend to they tend to choke a lot. But I mean, it all depends like how Marner and Matthews do. There, I think it really relies on them to yeah. kind of like get the team stepping up. But I think. It could be a win, yeah, definitely. But we're out yeah. with we're without Bertuzzi, who's been making a lot of plays.
0: Yeah, but you got to look at the new with and, these with these younger kids, especially right. like you know with Raymond and, it, and Sider.
2: They're and both of them are leading rookies. With in the points. new
0: the new Vladdy that yes. we have, I really don't like it that they call him that mm-hmm. because there's only one Vladdy that we that the right wings have ever had, and yeah. he will always be. Um, but. I think it's kind of I think it's kind of cool that they call him Flay. Just like everyone's like like oh, I'm like oh that is son. Probably because they can't say his full name a lot of times.
2: Like it's because it's well, so
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try I mean, with, to do it. I but. mean, with Konstantinov, they could say Vladimir Konstantinov. Right. Right. I mean, so that was, it was his nickname was just Vlady. I think it was just you know cool at the time, but it'll be interesting to see what the Wings can put together. Yeah. Um, so CMU. Both men and whip—they've been pretty—they've been pretty busy.
2: Right. Uh, CMU's uh, D three men's got canceled this weekend against Robert Morris for Ooh. some reason. I thinking it's on Robert Morris's end.
0: What a lot of shock! Because, because Robert Morris always has. A, because when we played them in football, they had a lot of COVID cases. They get they could they didn't play their first game of the of the regular season in football because they had COVID issues, so they couldn't play against Dayton. So. A lot of shock. Robert Morris having COVID issues. Yeah,
2: there was a tweet about him that like said, "You can't avoid us forever, Robert Morris." So I, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty funny.
0: But how's the team looking? They look they, they look okay. They look they,
2: good, yeah. they especially
0: like you from what you said last week.
2: Yeah, so they played this weekend uh, two games. They have won home against Saginaw Valley and then one away Ooh. against Saginaw Valley. Okay. The day before Halloween is Ooh. they play Saturday, and Friday is home. And I'm looking forward to that because I haven't covered a game in, like, two weeks now, I want to say. So be good to go back there, and I'm excited to see the new players playing. Yeah. And Catiline said, uh, I saw it on Twitter, that he's excited for what they're going to bring to the team. So I'm excited to see what they are going to bring and how it's going to be different because his lines for the first at least two games that I watched were pretty solid. So I wonder how he's throwing them in there in the mix.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting um, just to see how they do. The women's team has been playing pretty good too.
2: Yeah, I was just looking at it just now, and yeah, they're looking real
0: good. Yeah, the women's team looks really good. Um, college, college wise, it's it's always a difficult, you know, because you don't really know, like you know, like you obviously know the big programs like Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, you know, just around here that they have those, they have their programs. Um, but you know, you think about like Alabama. Alabama doesn't have hockey, like right. really. I'm <laughs> like, you know, all basically the SEC doesn't have hockey. They're like, what the heck? We know football. <laughs> That's about it. Right. Um, so, so definitely, definitely interesting. The um, Lightning have been up and down. If we train, if we go back into the NHL real quick before we wrap up your corner here, Megan. Um, Lightning have been up and down. Just every, just every team so far, I think they're just trying to just figure out who they are yeah. and just get the rust off, if, if, yeah. if I'm saying that, if that sounds about accurate to all these teams.
2: I think it's hard. It's, they're trying to get back in the groove of playing every team again. Because they were so used to the same couple of teams playing them over and over, and now
0: it's for two years. Yeah,
2: for two years, and now you're playing everybody. Everybody you're playing
0: everybody again, and, and traveling everywhere again.
2: Exactly, and that's I think taking a toll on a lot of teams. But
0: once we get into around, once we get into 2022, into the new year, we're really going to see who these who these teams are. Yeah, and we, I mean the
2: Olympics are in 2022 yeah. as well, and they're finally letting NHL players in again.
0: That's definitely that's gonna be interesting because I'm so yeah. thrown. I was so thrown off for the, for the Olympics. So that is okay, gonna yeah. that's gonna be a fun thing to cover.
2: I'm excited to see okay. who is like because there's so many players that you see play for that you've seen play in the previous Olympics. I mean, you have Sidney Crosby, you have Dylan Larkin, you have Genie Malkin, you have Alex Ovechkin, and then you also have this young talent coming like up: Trevor Zegras, Cole Caulfield, Jack Hughes, who who dominated in the US NDPs. Are they gonna be part of the hmm. Team USA? Like it's it's gonna be an interesting mix of. Players and
0: I'm very excited for yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's like the NBA in the summer in the summer Olympics, right? It's really? just like how good, you know, like uh, you know these countries of like France and all this kind of. They gave the U.S. a run for their money in this mm-hmm. past Olympics uh, with the allow you because know, they allow NBA players over. So it's gonna be interesting because you know <laughs> the NHL is definitely there's not as many Americans <laughs> right. compared to people yeah. from out of the cut out of right. the out of the states. Um so it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how Team Canada plays, Team Russia, all these other all these other teams like Team Sweden, all these other right. teams play in this Olympics. So I think we're gonna have some really good competition in the Olympics this yeah. year. But that's not for months, months, <laughs> months and months and months away. So we, we got a lot of, we got a lot, of stuff, a lot of stuff to cover still here in the States. So flipping it to college football. Yes like I said last week I advertised this a whole bunch. And now since Michigan beat Northwestern, it is everything's set. Everything's set for noon. Big new kickoff on Fox. Uh it's if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> then I you know You're crazy.
2: You yeah. probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, please listen. So continue to listen. So continue, to so, continue, so continue so continue to listen. But if you don't know what we're talking about, then Man, you really yeah. You need a you know sharpen your uh, college football here. So, but seven and zero number number six Michigan at number eight seven and zero Michigan State. This is the game that the entire state of Michigan has been waiting for all year. So, Michigan Michigan State had some time to rest. They had that they had that buy, which I think is going to help them a lot heading into this game. Michigan had that. Michigan had a really good win against Northwestern, as you could probably elaborate. That was that was just routine. Felt good routine felt routine to beat Northwestern like that at home again. Again, does Michigan ever play any home games, um, or or play any away games? Because they always play all their games at home. Well, that's not the case this week. Uh, you're heading you're heading up to you know because if you look at this rivalry just over the past twenty years, or just look at it, the past. Thirty years, you had you know this is the greatest spark moment or greatest moments in it. You had the you have you had Duckett's catch. You had the little bro, You had the little brother. Yep. You you know we've had trouble with the snap. We've had we had Devin Bush's Tyran on the logo. You know we've had the Halloween upset during COVID. You know Michigan's won out won the past two two out of three. States won the last five of eight going back to 2013 when state had the dominant defense and the offenses of Connor Cook. So, that at all, at all, at base, okay, my Penn State take, way out, gone, goodbye, <laughs> Penn State, okay, Penn State, goodbye, Penn State gone. Iowa, goodbye as well, <laughs> goodbye, Iowa. This is really going to determine who, in my opinion now, you know, my opinion has very has changed a lot, especially watching Penn State go down in nine overtimes. First of all, before we get before you know we get into the whole Michigan Michigan State, that nine overtime game was something.
2: That's
0: crazy. I mean, I didn't even know it was a. I didn't even know it was a rule to um, that after three overtimes that you had to go for two. Yeah. That just two point yeah. conversions. I thought it was just after the third overtime, when you score a touchdown, you can't kick the extra point. You have to go for two every single time. They changed that rule. I'm not really a fan of that. I guess, you know, if you have, I remember games in the past, especially if one that pops out of my mind, Michigan State against Georgia Outback Bowl 2013 with Cousins. That game went to four or five overtimes, and that game took about almost five and a half, six hours to play. And that was with the old rules, you know, and you know, obviously with the block on Blair Walsh and you know stuff like that, like Le'Veon and Kirk Cousins and the Spartans ended up winning that game, but I mean, I like that old, I like that old school overtime rules. I don't like, I just, I don't like it when they keep just to, just keep adjusting, yeah, I mean, just to keep adjusting and take away from tradition. To be honest, I wish the NFL would do college overtime. Think of, all the, think of all those fantasy points. That would be great. I would love it. Think of all those fantasy points. You get a nine-overtime game in the NFL, oh, my gosh, your quarterback will go off for at least like 80 points. Uh, <laughs> or if you have guys like Cooper Cup, Tyreek
1: Hill, imagine him catching the ball through nine overtimes.
0: <laughs> so a really, really nice win for Illinois. Making history. But flip it. Back to, M- back to MSU U of M. The ru- the running game is definitely going to be a vocal point in this game, because because State has definitely shown they could run the ball
1: mm-hmm.
0: with Wa- with Walker. Michigan's shown that they can run the ball, right? Continuously, good. they're getting like you like we started at the beginning of the season. You didn't like their running game. You didn't like their offense. Now they're getting better. Now they're you know that their running game is at a really really good point. True, but how good is it going to be? against a Spartan defense that is really like a top – that's obviously a top 25 defense. They're not as – you know, they're, we're not comparing them to the 2013 defense, which was a top five defense in the country. Yeah. But this defense is definitely dominant, especially for Michigan. I don't know. I really don't know. if I don't know if they're going to get McCarthy involved at QB. I'm
1: hoping. they got to do something because this passing attack is not that good. The stats that I found – Cade McNamara throws a lot of passes that are complete. He's got a 63% completion percentage. He's only thrown 1,115 yards this season and five touchdowns. As you mentioned, the running game is going to be the premier focus of the game for both teams, either shutting it down or continuing it. When ours gets shut down, what are we going to turn to? Because I don't think it's going to be Cade McNamara.
0: Yeah, because you have to look at what Michigan can do in the passing game against certain teams, and of course in the non-conference schedule, it's gonna look great. Yeah. But now we're getting in. You know, we're getting into very, very, very late October. It's all, next week when we do this show. It's gonna be November already. That's great. It's. Oh, we're getting down. You know, it's Michigan. Michigan, Michigan. Michigan's got Penn State. They got Ohio State, of course. How and obviously Michigan State before all of them. So how good is Michigan going to be? That's this. The that's just the question, and you can't forget special teams and how. Especially special teams have been a vocal point in this rivalry in the past mm. five in the past, you know, ten years or so. It's just uh <laughs> I could just I could just I could see that Snap going through going through his hands. <laughs> it's Jalen Watts Jackson running that back. Oh man. Um just so special teams definitely a vocal point uh in this game in this game as well, but for me, it's just how is Mel Tucker going to attack Michigan? How are they going to, you know, are they going to just going to just try and just pound the ball off, the, off offensively with the run, or are they just going to are they going to open up the passing game first to try and get Michigan off guard with Peyton Thorne? because Peyton Thorne has been playing very good even though they in that trap game against Indiana they didn't look so hot but that was a trap game they got through it they got through it they got to the bye. And they got you know, they got to that undefeated point, which they wanted to, which everyone in the entire state of Michigan wanted. Um, even if you're not in the state of Michigan, uh it's a matchup that you want to see because college game day is going to be at Michigan State for the first time
1: ever. There's gonna be three different broadcasts from Michigan State this weekend. Huge College Game Day, Barstool, everybody's
0: coming out. Fox. Huge. Yeah, it's gonna be big. Huge. My you know, my best friend from high school, he he attend he goes to Michigan State. He is just, well, you know, I saw him last week. I visited his, visited his uh, you know, very nice apartment uh, about 10 minutes off of uh, state's campus. He was nice and calm that week because the state was on the bye. But he said this week his, his heart rate and his blood pressure are definitely going to go through the roof. And I really don't blame him. Well, well, there's gonna, well there, first of all, there's going to be creative science. My college game day because we're all used to those creative signs yeah. in the background. Both for Michigan's both state state students slamming Michigan and vice versa. It's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Wondering what type of headgear Lee Corso is going to bring for this game if he's gonna put on the Spartan helmet or he's gonna put, put on, on the Spartan w- helmet because
1: he is a jinx for me. I do not <laughs> like Lee Corso.
0: Not <laughs> so fast, my friend. You know, picking um,
1: Michigan, and. Killing
0: me every time, like oh, here comes our downfall. Well, see if her, see you know see what Herbie. Well, you we obviously know who Desmond Howard's going to pick. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> so it's just so I you know that's huge both for both schools. I think it's I think it's more. I think it's bigger for Michigan State for them being on their on campus for the first yeah. time ever. Fox's, Fox's big new kickoff, that's a primetime game in the college football world. Yeah. Still think that they should have got the 8 o'clock game, but of course they gave it to Penn State and Ohio State, which makes no sense. But um, nonetheless, we're in for a really good one. So, Megan, look, looking at both these teams, they're so close in ranking, same record, who do you like this weekend?
2: I like Michigan State. I mean, I'm an MSU fan, so obviously I'm gonna say that. Sean's over here <laughs> shaking his head. But um, everyone's against me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see Michigan State win. I mean, Payne Thorne's looking good, and I think either mm-hmm. way, whoever wins, it'll be like
0: a prime contender to get to right. the Big Ten championship game in the East to win the East Division in right. the Big Ten.
2: And it's gonna be a big like setting stone kind of for the rest of the season, because like I mean, both these teams are undefeated. One of them is not gonna be. That's and even if it, this does is going to be the only loss for that team. it's still you lost to Michigan or you lost to Michigan State. Exactly.
0: Like
2: you're not going to forget that. You could have still a great season, but you're you lost to your biggest rival.
0: It doesn't it wouldn't have mattered if these teams were all in 7, both of them. It's just like it doesn't matter what the records are. It's just
2: This is the biggest game of the
0: This season. is This is Michigan State's biggest game. Like, Biggest rival, Michigan. Yeah, it's a huge rival, but we all know who their biggest rival right. is, and they get them at the end of the year. But nonetheless, they they don't take Michigan State lightly. They hate them.
1: Right. They hate them. They're
0: not taking them lightly. They hate <laughs> Michigan. Hates State. State hates Michigan, especially like I said with the past thirty years with all everything that's happened in this rivalry. So obviously, if you know if you if you listen to this uh, podcast weekly you know that Sean's a Michigan guy. And so, Sean, what are your thoughts? So what does Michigan have to do? What are the three big key things Michigan's got to do to beat State this weekend?
1: Number one is pound the rock. The the running game has got to click. If the running game struggles, we're in trouble. Number two, defensive pressure. If Aiden Hutchinson gets loose and we're all over Peyton Thorne, Michigan State's not going to do anything. And you mentioned this earlier. And I don't know how you knew how I was going there, but we have to win the special teams battle. We have to win it or we're in trouble.
0: So, and it's definitely, so special teams especially going to be a big, a big key factor. No doubt. On both sides. Because Michigan State struggled a little bit. Uh struggled a little bit, but, you know, kicking game has been strong. Punting game has been strong. Biggest key things for me is for State to win this game is you have to open up the run, you have to open up the passing lanes in order for Walker to run and be dominant like he has been all year long because if you if if the running lanes aren't there the passing lanes will not is if you can because if you could open up the, open up those passing lanes you could set up play action you could do what you want yeah. If you're Mel Tucker and that Michigan State offense. You can do whatever you want. Defensively, you, they have to shut down the run. They can't. If they, if they get McCarthy in there at quarterback, State's done their job. Yeah. State has done their job. Yeah. If Michigan is panicking at quarterback, State's done their job. Yeah. 100%. And the final take, like you said, special, the secondary for me, for Michigan State. You cannot let these Michigan receivers just run whatever route, wherever they want. They have to be the old school. Not, I, old school of it. it's not even that old school. It's going back to 2013. The no-fly <laughs> no, no zone. The no-fly zone, right, like where they had of Darquez Denard and Trey Waynes. No-fly zone. Have to shut down these Michigan receivers, like you said. Shut down Michigan's passing game. All the focus is going to be on the run, and Michigan. Michigan, and that's how Michigan will fall. Your three, t- your three things on how Michigan is, is has to win this game. I agree with all three of them, all three of them. But for me, for this one, I'm taking my Spartans, of course, <laughs> of course. I got to, I got to take my Spartans. So definitely going to be a lot of fun watching that game. We got a lot of you know after after the after the Michigan Michigan State game, the you know. Pistons are home against the Magic. The Wings are playing that night too. So, mm-hmm. we got we got a lot That's of we got a, lot, a lot, lot of good sports going on around here. Um, so, definitely a lot of a lot of good football. So, getting outside of the you know the big of the battle for the Paul Bunyan this this weekend. The top twenty five has definitely shaken in the past week. Obviously, we know Michigan and Michigan State are six and eight. But Georgia's still number one. They had their bye. Yeah. Cincy's number two still. Alabama's three. Oklahoma's four, even though they have been struggling a little bit. They have been. Ohio State number five. Michigan, of course. Oregon, yeah. Iowa back down to nine. Still not out of it. Still not out of winning the Big Ten West. They can still do it, like I said before, but they haven't looked. They haven't looked that good, even though they, you know, they're they're hanging around. They're they're hanging around here, Uh so, and, you know, Alabama hasn't looked that bad. Wake Forest undefeated at number thirteen. Okay, Pittsburgh, surprisingly climbing. You know, Pitt yeah. climbing all the way up to seventeen. Penn State drop it all the way down to twenty. Iowa number twenty two. Coastal Carolina. Oh, they Coastal Carolina had everything going for them. Oh, they did. And because uh, Ap- Appalachian State's known for this, they beat a ranked team on the road. Yep, yep. I don't even want to give Sean night. No, ni- no, I don't no, even want to no. give Sean nightmares about as as all, the, the name, all, the, all those years ago. Block kick in the big house. Appalachian State beat beat Michigan. I got a sunburn that day too for no reason. <laughs> it was a bad day overall, for Sean. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just and for being a basketball school, Kentucky is number twelve. That's pretty surprising too, yeah. but
1: they have been past couple of years. They've been putting together a football program up there, so
0: still I'm just I'm just confused. Like, huh, Kentucky? They're basketball school. <laughs> they've oh, been a no. basketball yeah. school forever. Uh, definitely, um, definitely interesting. It's def. I just I just wonder what uh Bama is going to do uh the rest of the way because they definitely struggled. Um, but they are still the number three team in the nation for a reason. Texas and Baylor is going to be interesting at twelve o'clock, but that's not going to be the attention. All these noon games, I'm sorry, they're not going to get as much attention as what uh, nobody's going to hear nothing about them. At
1: least right. not in the state of Michigan.
0: Right.
2: Nope.
0: Georgia, Florida at three thirty could be game. could be a good one. Could be a very good one as the action in East Lansing wraps up. Going to be very interesting because you know you never know with Florida because Florida and Georgia. Florida-Georgia line um uh <laughs> wow. def, definitely gonna be because Florida you know it doesn't like we said for Michigan Michigan State doesn't matter what their records are Florida is always going to try and beat Georgia they're yeah. one of their biggest rivals mm-hmm. so Georgia and Florida could be interesting Miss Old Miss number 10 Auburn number 18 interesting game too. interesting the nightcap 730 number 20 Penn State number five Ohio State Ohio Which State, Lions. Ohio State should have this. Oh, you're right. Then. Yeah. Should. Would I be? Would I be? You know, like, oh man, Ohio State lost to Penn State. Would I be like that? Absolutely not. I would celebrate.
1: Because,
0: yes. because if Ohio State goes down and whoever comes out of that Michigan-Michigan State game, Looks oh, a lot it's going to look a lot better for that Big Ten race coming up. Looking a lot, lot better. So, and then finally we're going into the national football league again this week kind of expect kind of what everyone expected we had, we had a lot of teams on the bye uh lots of teams on the bye my broncos fell to cleveland <sighs> boy we fell to case keenum and the just the scrap of cleveland that was bad that was bad but the, probably the biggest headline is what is going on with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yikes! Yeah, that was crazy. Well, first of all, you can't really do nothing against Derrick Henry running the ball, but him throwing the ball—he's um, <laughs> he's changing the game. He's trying to get an MVP trophy. He said, "Okay," I, he said, "Okay, quarterbacks win MVP." Okay, watch this. Watch, watch what I can do. Um, <laughs> But Patrick Mahomes, he just you know he's fumbling, he's throwing, but he's throwing pit. You know, way back in the beginning, I said you know Patrick Mahomes is going to go for you know project. I saw right off the projections, uh, you know, while I was with Christian and uh, Mitch, they you know I said Brady's going to throw for like he had projected for seventy, which he probably still is. But Mahomes had like for like fifty five or fifty six touchdowns, sixteen picks. He's at, he's at like twelve already. This is incredible. This is like I don't know what's happening. The offense is not the problem. The Chiefs defense is absolutely terrible. Chiefs defense is absolutely terrible. Andy Reid has to has to do something with this Chiefs defense because the offense can't carry him. Especially with Mahomes getting banged up on every single play, you're not going to win games. You're run, you know, the running game, you obviously we have, you know, Clyde edwards he he was out he hit, you know, but that uh M- you know, the MCL or hamstring type of thing. You know he's coming back, but how good is that? How how big of an improvement is that? Not really. You need Mahomes to you need Mahomes to first of all be healthy. He yeah. passed concussion protocol, but still, how good is he going to be? It's, you know, and if he's out, you have a former Michigan quarterback and Chad Henney taking over. Just yeah, he did seal the deal against Cleveland in the playoffs, but how, but Chad Henney hasn't started a game in years, years. Since he was a member of the Jags, going all the way back there. So, it's just, I really don't know. Sean, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the Chiefs could do at this point.
1: See, I'm in the same boat. I don't understand what's going on. Because Patrick Mahomes has games where it's like, all right, he's breaking out of this weird slump he's in. I'm starting to think that it's Andy Reid, and I hate blaming the coach because he's not on the field. But this happened in Philly when he had Terrell Owens and, Donovan McNabb. People started to get his plays, and then we saw issues. Two or three years of him being a dominant force in Kansas City. Now we're seeing issues. And like you said, that defense can't stop anything. They couldn't stop water with a whole pile of sand and sh- I mean stuff.
0: Like they they have problems. I mean, it was just well, Andy Reid. He had he had something good going with. He had something good going with Alex Smith and Jamal yeah. Charles, right? He gets Mahomes, then he gets Tyreek, he also has Kelsey. They have he has more weapons than he did in what he had in Philly. True. He has more he has more weapons to deploy, but still you keep going for a long time. People figure out what you're doing. There's a reason why Brady has been around for the for the longest that he's been, being a forty four year old and leading the league in passing yards.
1: Which is crazy.
0: You know, you keep people on their toes, and that's why New England was so good for all those years because no one could crack Belichick and Brady's system because they always came up with new stuff. Kansas City, they have to try and come up with something. Maybe, hopefully, if they get their bye week, they can figure their stuff out. Hopefully. Packers took care of Washington, yes. Lots of turnovers, lots of mistakes, yes. Yeah, you know, but... Green Bay's on a short leash. They got Arizona Thursday night with Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard on the COVID list. That's going to be a rough one for them. I think Aaron Rodgers can do anything, but
1: Kyler Murray
0: is a different breed this year. (laughs) Well, look at the weapons that Kyler Murray's got. He's got D-Hop. He's got A.J. Green. He's got the new Zach Ertz over there. He's got James Conner, Chase Edmonds, Rondell Moore,
1: (laughs) Christian Kirk.
0: Holy crap, I ran out of breath. ran out of (laughs) (laughs) breath just saying all the weapons that he's got. So... Definitely, definitely probably the best Thursday night game in probably two years. Well, I
1: agree with that.
0: Especially, Hopefully
1: it, it ends that way because we there are Thursday games where we're like, oh, this is going to be great, and then it, it just, it yeah. it it's look just look like, look oh, boy, oh, boy.
0: Look. But if we move on to that one, the Cincinnati Bengals. They're for real. <laughs> They're for real. My roommate is a diehard Bengals fan, has been for his, basically his whole life. And so I have become a voluntary Bengal fan just because of him, and also because I have Joe Burrow and T. Higgins on one of my fantasy teams. So (laughs) man, but but you know, besides T. Higgins, Jamar Chase.
1: Most receiving yards of any rookie through seven games. And before he started, he said he couldn't even see the ball. (laughs)
0: Like he couldn't catch it. Remember that whole controversy? (laughs) Yo, he can't catch it. He can't see without the white lines
1: on it. Like, oh, you were wrong. He can definitely see the ball.
0: <laughs> he can definitely see the ball, and he's probably going to win rookie
1: of the year. I hope not, though, because I got to bet
0: on Mac Jones for that. Too. But I don't, I don't see how Mac... Well, we're going to get to... Well, the Patriots definitely took care of the Jets, but it's the Jets. Yeah, it's the yes.
1: Jets. But Zach, Zach Will- but
0: Zach Wilson banged up. He's hurt. So what do the Jets do? They go get Joe Flacco. Oh boy!
1: Did
0: not expect either. <laughs> so let me saw they they the Jets they trade Joe Flacco away just to get him back. Okay, first of all, do not understand the Jets philosophy. I, I to be honest, who's understood the Jets philosophy in the past fifteen years? Nobody really has. Um, but the Patriots definitely took care of the Jets fifty four to thirteen. Mac Jones had a really solid game. Yep. Uh Giants took care of the Panthers twenty five to three. That one shocked me, too, At man. one point, really? that game was 5-3. to three. It looked like a baseball score rather than a football <laughs> exactly. score. Right. Uh, Falcons took care of the Dolphins on a walk-off kick from Young Young Lee Koo. That
1: was a back-and-forth game,
0: too. Yes, it was. But Matt Ryan, again, throwing for 300 yards. Very underrated performance, in my opinion. Very 100%. underrated. The Raiders took care of the Eagles. Poor Jalen Hurts was running for his life. In that game, he won't be this weekend. Nope. Let me see that. Nope. The Grudenless Raiders, 2 0. 2 0.
1: Another surprise to me because I thought they would crumble without Gruden. And,
0: and probably the biggest game Jared Golf Lions, Stafford, Rams. Okay, if, if I'm the only one here that's sitting here just confused on what the Lions did in the first <laughs> quarter, I'm going to be shocked. What? I haven't seen that creative play calling for the Lions in years. Years. I agree
2: with that.
0: Yeah. And it takes you this long. It takes you to week seven to pull out these creative plays. I guess, you know, if you pull them out too early, they could pull them, you know, pull them up on the you know, film and all that kind of stuff. It got to be ruined. But really, a f- two fake punts, an onside kick recovered, you know, especially on, recovering onside kicks in today's right, NFL right is very tough to do. They hung, the lions hung with the Rams, they did. Until Stafford turned on, turned on the Jets and uh, just took over. Cooper Cup, probably the he's going he's the number one receiver in football, the number one. If tied for number one, maybe D Hop is in there. T- I was gonna say D Hop. We cannot forget about it. No 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 no. You can't forget about D. hop just Cooper Cup, a lot of receptions. Oh yeah. He, he scores. He gets, like, at least two touchdowns a game. Fantasy-wise, he's the number one receiver.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: No. Rams took care of the Lions. We all expected that. Lions are 0-7. So, if if my, hear, if my hearing's right, I could hear 0-17 getting closer and closer. <laughs> we could break and, this weekend. Could, and closer. Uh, no, I don't think so. The Bucs. No. The Buck <laughs> Bucks took care of the Bears, but that wasn't the head. But, but that wasn't the headline. Just the thirty eighth to three. That wasn't the headline. Brady 600, 602 now touchdown passes. They score Brady. They they throw for their. He's throw for his six hundredth to Mike Evans, and Mike Evans gives away the football. Mm-hmm. Craziest move a all time. If you saw if you saw the game, Mike Evans. He you know, the coaches and stuff were telling him like, oh, he's like no. But he was handing them out all night too. Yeah, he was he was going off. So, yeah. and he didn't know. He didn't know. You should know. You should. Right. You should know if you're playing with Brady or any of those quarterbacks, like with Pey- with Peyton, they knew. Yeah, right. You know, with Breeze, they knew. Right. Even Brett Favre's receivers knew. So that fan probably has to be the luckiest and the probably most decorated fan of all-time, especially got what he got back. If you missed on what he got back for giving Brady's 600th ball back, he got a $1,000 gift card to the Buck store. He got a different game-used ball from that game. You. He got two jerseys signed by Brady, one jersey signed by Mike Evans, Mike Evans' cleats, season tickets for the rest of this season and next season, and if Brady holds up to this because what he said on a Monday night, uh, Eli and Peyton cast. He's giving him, Brady's giving him one of his bitcoins, yep. which yeah. is alone sixty two thousand dollars. Man made out like a bandit. That
1: is crazy. Talk
0: about being in the right place at the right time. Right. I mean, you're know, like, oh my gosh! You're like, I have to pay four hundred dollars for these seats. That, those four hundred that four hundred, that, that four hundred dollar seats turn into like two bucks. Just compared yeah. to what he that fan just got from the from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And people now. are like, oh, is that a fair trade? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you got two game used jerseys by Brady, a game used jersey by Evans, his cleats, game football, a thousand bucks to spend in the store, season tickets for the rest of the for a season and a half
1: yeah, I would know, kill
0: play. for I would kill for Why? that. Even the ten thousand dollars in the store credit, like, you know, take Well, that. even yeah. if, even all NFL stuff in their stores are a little overpriced, but still nice. a thousand dollars is nice. I mean, I would you know even. Getting all that stuff as a Lions fan, I'd be like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. But not, not you know, jerseys signed by golf, I would rather against, I've it. I've it. I, <laughs> I, would, I would prefer, you know, to sign jerseys by Stafford and maybe yes. a game-worn game jersey by Calvin Johnson or Golden Tate. But, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, maybe get like, you know, get like $10,000 from Matthew Stafford because he makes like, you know, absolutely like, you know, God's, you know, just absolute ton of money. Um, so Cardinals took care of the Texans in a D-Hop and J.J. Watt revenge game.
1: Yeah.
0: Took, definitely took care of that. And, of course, first time ever, 31-5, final score, first time that ever, that's ever happened in NFL history. Colts took care of the Niners on a very, very rainy uh, Sunday night football game. And a probably the most boring Monday night football game in recent memory, Saints took care of the Seahawks, 13-10. Yeah. That was just, Marshawn Lanamore and D.K. Metcalf were just going at each other the whole night. That was probably the most entertaining thing, but other than that,
1: Lackluster.
0: Exactly. Week eight, we only have two teams on the bye. Raiders, Ravens. That's it. Everyone else is in play. We already talked about the Packers and Cardinals. Panthers and Falcons? Eh, yeah, not really. Could be interesting, not really. Titans and Colts? It's gonna be if, if Indy's defense shows up, Titans could be in trouble. If not, Derrick Henry's gonna run all over them. Yeah, I agree with that. Just like Derrick Henry's done to every other team that he's faced is you know in the past like three years. His entire life. Pretty pretty Nobody's much. Pretty much.
1: Man.
0: Bills and Dolphins, Bills are coming off the bye. Bills have looked great. Josh yeah, Allen's looked great. Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, they've looked great. Bills should take care of that one. If you you know you guys are nodding, yes. Yeah. Bengals and Jets, oh, this could be trap. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. This is not going to be a trap. <laughs> Bengals are going to take this one. Browns and the Steelers. That mm. could be interesting. interesting, especially on how because you know, Baker's out. Let's see how Case Keenum does against Pittsburgh, especially with T.J. Watt coming off that edge. It will be interesting. Eagles and Lions. Hmm. This is the one I'm hoping we win.
1: Otherwise, it's going to mm. be. A I'm sorry, story. you're
0: hoping for a Lions win. I'm
1: hoping. I don't uh, trust golf. I'm hoping,
0: and I think Jalen Hurts is going to. I'm in shock. Bag. I'm in shock. You're hoping for a Lions win. I really am because I'm really hoping they lose. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's Halloween It's Halloween. You know, it's just like eh. people have given up. They're all in seven. All in, especially if they all lose this game. They're zero in eight. Oh, and seventeen is coming. Oh, if we go
1: if we lose to Philly. Oh, and seventeen is a yeah. lot closer than I want to
0: admit. Rams and Texans. The oh boy. Stafford is going to throw for over 400 yards, and Cooper Cup is going to have two touchdowns at least. No Minimum. Right. Minimum. That should be a no brainer. Niners and the Bears. Okay, this is a good chance for Justin Fields to prove himself. Sounds bad. Yeah. To prove himself. They're at home, too. Depending on what the weather is, either way, Justin Fields is used to it. He's played Ohio football right. his entire life. So. It should be so. This should be a really good chance for the Bears to take this one. Hopefully, the running game shows up for them. We'll see. Pats and Chargers. This should be a really good game for Herbert. Yeah. Really good game for Herbert. Really good game for Eckler. A really good game for um, uh, really good game for Keenan Allen in the receiving core. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots defense has not been as what we expect, but nonetheless, Mac Jones should have, he should have a good game for playing inside. Jags and Seahawks.
1: That
0: looks rough when you look at the records. Looks rough when you look at the records. G this if you poor Gino Smith three three primetime games he got thrown into, and he could do anything. Luckily he's out of that spotlight. But you're against the Jags. You're against Urban Meyer and that whole big controversy and whatnot. So hopefully they could get. Hopefully Seattle could get out of there. Bucks and Saints. This would have been a good matchup last year. Yeah. Right. With you know, with fans in the crowd and all that stuff, with Breeze against Brady. Bucks should roll this one. Roll this one. But Kamara's gonna have a good game. Kamara Although, had a good game yeah. against Seattle. He's gonna have a good game inside of the dome. But the Bucks defense is the top a top defense for a reason. True. But James coming back. Oh, against the Bucks? Of course. Of course. <laughs> we talk about revenge games all the time. Of course. My two teams are playing each other. Washington <laughs> and Denver are playing each other. I really don't know. I just Washington, we got our problems. Denver, we have our problems. I just want to see what problems get solved in this game. Just get out, I just get out of this game. please just get out. <laughs> just get out of this game. Sunday night is going to be really good. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for this game. Cowboys, Vikings. Dallas. Dallas has a winning record. That's all I'm going to say. Dallas has a waiting record. <laughs> they're going to Minnesota. Cousins just look good. Dalvin Cook, if they have him available, that's going to be really, really big. Yep. But Madison has proven that he's a he pretty—
1: carry he, the weight, too. He
0: can carry the weight, too, even though the two look, almost look identical when they're out there, so you don't know who's out there. Yeah. <laughs> but Thielen, Adam Thielen looks great. Justin Jefferson looks great. Tyler Conklin is coming onto the scene yep. in Minnesota. The f- former Chip is coming onto the scene. I like it. I really do. I really like the Vikings in this one to take it at home.
1: See, I'm, I'm saying Dallas. I think that Dak...
0: You I think, think Zeke I think is, is, is just is gonna going to run over or da- is this going to be a Dak show? It's going to be a Dak show. If
1: he can get Zeke rolling and Dak's rolling, then it's over for Minnesota off the jump. But I think Dak is going to extend or he's gonna stretch out how well he is at core, or how good he's been playing this year he's gonna go off. I think you have at least four touchdowns. All right. Three fifty and four touchdowns. And
0: finally the finally Monday night, Peyton cast, Giants Chiefs, Chiefs, done. No doubt. And so wrap it up really quick. The three of us we gotta we gotta get out of here. <laughs> the question, the question of the week, I've changed it. Oh
2: God.
0: The what is the best the best Michigan-Michigan State game you have that will always play in your memory for the rest of your life. Sir, Megan, I'll give you a chance to think. you. You're starting to think, Sean. It's a
1: block pun. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I don't even know what year it happened, but I can't get the – Trouble? B- out of my head. I can't get <laughs> it out of my head. Just watch it. Every, it seems to happen with Michigan. Anytime something bad happens, I watch someone run away with the ball. The same situation.
0: The one game for me that stands out is going back to the cousins days. Cousins, when they wore the bronze uniforms,
1: those are fire.
0: They state wore the bronze uniforms, and they had and they had Denard or Devin Gardner. I think they had Denard. Denard. Denard throwing that pick six at the end the seal it for state. Yeah. That will stand out for my for me. Trouble with the snap. I think that will stand out for every college football fan in the his in their history. Can't forget the uh can't forget Ducats. Ducats catch. True. Yeah. The upset Michigan. That was a great one. Megan, is it trouble with the snap? I think everyone thinks it's trouble with the snap. <laughs> but Halloween, Halloween this past weekend, definitely uh, or this past uh, this or last year during COVID, that was definitely a shocker. True. So is it trouble with the snap for you? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. yeah. Absolutely. So, and that is all the time we got for this week on sports for Like Conduct. For Megan Youngbug, Sean Chase, I'm your host, Aaron Gemmel. We'll be back next week. And as always, keep it fresh.